Don't you enjoy a cold, crisp beer? Can you imagine it now? Taking your first sip out of a full, ice-cold mug of golden German beer? Yeah, we love it too. And there's plenty of it at Oktoberfest, Huntington Beach, California, on October 4th. We're celebrating from 6.30 in the evening to 1.30 in the morning, just like we've done for the last 42 years. We've got the best imported German beers, including Späten, Warsteiner, Paulana, Hofbrau, and our own brand, direct from Germany, Schwaberpower. Plus, we've got food, beer drinking contest, a costume competition, and a live DJ all night with even more waiting for you. You must be over 21 with a valid ID to get in, and admission is $10 cash on the door. But here's the secret, folks. Come in before 6.30 and you get to come in for free and stay the whole night for free. Be here on October 4th at Old World Village, 7561 Center Avenue, Huntington Beach, California. The fun starts at 6.30. Two, one. What's what's going on, everybody? I'm comic comics in the experience Johnson, and you're listening to the Fulcrum Report. We have so many good audio dubs. We have so many good podcasts. I I can't even feel or see any of them. No, what's going on, everybody? It's Sebastian. <laughs> it's Sebastian, and this is the Fulcrum Report 56 here on the Comic Experience. What's going on, everybody? Before we get started on this podcast, if you guys wouldn't mind dropping a like on this video, subscribe, hit the little bell notification so you know when our uh, new videos pop up, and then uh, don't forget to comment below. We are going to talk about some stuff that we haven't got to talk about uh, that much this week because uh, Star Wars has just been over-inundating us with... Uh, <laughs> with so much weirdness, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna cover some topics. But uh, before I get going, I'm your host Sebastian. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. Um, I'm gonna show you over to the co-host and uh, director slash editor uh, Gilbs. What's going on, Gilbs? What's up, everybody? My name is Gilbert. You can follow me at uh, on Twitter at Fulcrum Gilbs. I'm so happy to be back here. It's finally talking about the Avengers game. I, and I just, just mostly because I know Marshall didn't want to talk about it. Right. <laughs> uh, am I muted again? <laughs> <laughs> that guy, Marshall guy, is such a jerk, right, guys? Oh, wait. He... <laughs> what an yes. a hole. <laughs> I'm oh, having wait. technical difficulties today. Technological differences. We're yes. experimenting some technological differences. Uh, <laughs> well, what's going on? Uh, Gilbert, why don't you tell them about the Patreon real quick? Because um, if you guys I sign up with our Patreon here, I'll, I'll lead with this. Sorry. If you guys sign up with our Patreon, I shall uh, give out. Uh, you, you enter yourself in the contest to receive two free tickets to the opening of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. So, Gilbert, take it away with what Patreon is. Absolutely. Uh, Patreon is a way for us to uh, crowdsource, you know, get get like 
if you guys like our show, you can fund it, you know, for one, five dollars or one to five dollars a, uh, you know, a month. And what you'll get from there is in addition to the being entered, entered in this little contest, you'll also get for one dollar. You go to thank you at the end of the videos, like personally from us. And then uh, at, for five dollars, you'll actually get access to our uh, discord channel. So, yeah, go ahead and come check it out and, and uh, you know, maybe subscribe to us. It's at patreon.com forward slash Fulcrum Report. And like I said, yeah, I'll be giving out two tickets to The Last Jedi. We're, we're going to hold a contest. So uh, by signing onto our Patreon, that will enter you in the in the raffle. So go check it out. But before you go check it out, I would love you all to give my man Marshall a nice warm welcome. What's going on, Machinima Man Marshall? Hello there. Thank you for having me back for episode 56. Uh, I hope everyone can hear me. I'm having some trouble today. But, what? Uh, what? <laughs> <gasps> yes, I, I, I'm here and I'm ready to talk about things Gilbert doesn't like. <laughs> that is my old, only purpose on this show is to annoy Gilbert. Uh, <laughs> it's so good to have you guys back, though. Thank you. It's been a bit of a a bit of a rough week, so I I love being back with my homies. So uh, one of my other homies, uh, you weren't here last week, Mister Harrison. I didn't even. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wanted to apologize to her on on air. I didn't even mention you being gone or that we cared you were gone or anything like that. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to uh, publicly apologize for that. Uh, you you're you're in my heart though. Welcome, crazy Uncle Harrison. No one's ever really gone. <laughs> Palpatine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on, Crazy Uncle Harrison? Where, where can uh, these lovely folks follow y'all? Oh, you can follow me on like all the stuffs. Um, although, like to be honest, I am not posting on anything other than Instagram these days. Um, so, uh, not by any design, I just forget. So, um, if you want to go find look me on Instagram at uh, Harrison Bullman on there, um, you can look at lots of pictures of fish because I like <laughs> fish. Yeah, I highly recommend following Harrison on Instagram. It's like one of my favorite things in the day is to look at Harrison's uh, Instagram stories. <laughs> just the crazy concerts. Right, and the eyeliner. <laughs> yes, oh, I'm yeah. all for that. Yeah, yeah, if you're a fan of guyliner, my Instagram feed is for you. Uh, Harrison, you make me wish, uh, you make me miss my guyliner days. I used to do it all the time, but now I have to conform with all the grumpy adults and <laughs> it looked somewhat normal. <laughs> I don't look 100%. That's, that's what weekends are for, buddy. Right? I'm, I'm going to throw on some shit tonight. <laughs> but before uh, before I go put on my eyeliner <laughs> and, uh, to, to the, to the uh, wonderful music stylings of Evanescence, uh, why don't we do a quiz question, y'all? Yeah. That I, sounds so good. I have a fun one for, for today. So we have the Marvel What If, right? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna bother with Marvel What If because we keep I keep I think I already did that quiz quiz question. So I would like y'all to give me a Star Wars What If. Ooh, that's cool. I like yeah. that. So let's say uh, Disney Plus is dropping a a new Star Wars What If show, and uh, it's set within the continuity of this current Star Wars timeline. So we can mess with all those characters. We're not gonna mess mess with any legends like Mara Jade or whatever. Yet, you can do a what if story and introduce a Legends character, possibly. So, um, have fun with that. Leave, uh, save that answer for the end of the episode. Everybody down in the comments, also, please uh, save me your Star Wars what if, uh, and then we'll talk about it. But uh, let's let's get going with the the first topic. Are you, are you ready for this? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, why don't you sh- show us the... Yeah. Uh, wanted to put that there in case you wanted to talk about it. It's Oktoberfest. Today is the first day of Oktoberfest. Uh, everybody go check it out. It's at Huntington Beach Old World. It's going to be from, I think, 2 to 6 today. I am not there at the moment. <laughs> But everybody, please go check it out. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, there's live music and and food and 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 booze and tons of loud people. So it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> so now moving on to our real topic, right? <laughs> Do you want to talk about this one first, or let's get the uh, the Star Wars one out of the way? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Hang on. Wait. 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 Why can't I hold all these tabs? <laughs> which which Star Wars one do we do? The the uh no no keep going keep going keep going no 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 oh that's Cyberpunk we're gonna talk oh that's a cool one no no not there no oh Palpatine in the chair was that from Rise of oh there we go okay we made it to our first topic everybody I feel like freaking Willy Wonka all right. Uh, we're not going to talk about this too, too long, but there is something to talk about. Um, this week, I believe this, it was at Keystone Comic Con. I don't want to be 100% uh, solid with that, but some Comic Con was supposed to feature uh, Hayden Christensen and our boy uh, Palpatine. Uh, uh, what, what's the actor's name? Sorry, I don't. I'm like drawing. Uh, Ian, Ian, Ian McDermott. Ian, yeah, there. Ian McDermott. Thank you. So uh, they were both going to show up today or the uh, the other day at a Comic Con, and uh, for fears of spoilage, they decided to cancel their panel, and they they didn't end up showing up. So um, uh, the. And apparently, like, I guess the reason they did so is, uh, is the, the con itself was in threat of legal action if any uh, movie leaks were to get out. So they didn't want to mess with any anybody accidentally slipping up and then having to pay a large fine or never being allowed to do X, Y, and Z again. So anyways, uh, I'm going to shoot it over to uh, Gilbert first. Uh, Anakin and Palpatine, yeah, they just canceled their their little panel for fearage of uh spoilers so uh do do you is this basically confirmation that that you know we know palpatine's in it for sure but is this confirmation that anakin's in the uh in the movie or Maybe. some some sort I of mean, form i mean for all we know the the spoiler that they took out that they took him out for is him revealing that oh no it turns out anakin's not there you know that that could just be like i on i can't i don't know if we can say anything for sure about that because that could mean literally anything. It could mean that they're not in the movie. It could mean that they are, but they don't want them to spoil anything. It could mean, I don't know, hell, it could mean that they have knowledge that, that we're not supposed to know yet and about, not even about them, but about other characters. And I just, I don't know, man. Yeah, no, it's a bit odd, too. Um, another thing I wanted to ask is, like, I keep hearing people question that Ian McDermott is is actually in the movie itself. Um, like, I keep hearing with the new trailer that people are saying that that's not Palpatine's or, like, you know, the actor's voice. They got some sort of, like, voice actor to do um, that line. So do you think that that's... Do you think that there's a possibility that Palps, you know, old Palps at least, isn't even showing up? And basically it would be like his presence slash like maybe, you know, maybe we'll get to see like a drone of him or something. But it will just get... be if it's going to be him showing up, I think it's going to be, uh, yeah, definitely like a drone or like one of those, you know, like we saw in uh, was it Battlefront or yeah, no, yeah, yeah, we got in Battlefront. Battlefront and also that one prelude comic too, right? 
Yeah. So like, yeah. If, if I I feel like if we see his him actually like you know the the Ian McDermott that we know the old guy, it's gonna be uh yeah, it's gonna be like a recording or something like that. But as far as like young Palpatine, it's gonna probably gonna be like Matt Smith. I I, I am I'm putting it in right now. I'm locking in my answer that Matt Smith is totally gonna be a clone of Palpatine. Yeah, I snagged a screenshot for you guys this week too, and I just forgot to send it over. But apparently, like um. They keep having, there's like info that keeps getting put up and then ripped down instantly once they realize they screwed up. Um, But yeah, I guess there was some sort of posting of Matt Smith again, like in the casting. Um, And then they keep ripping it down. Like they almost want to deny that he's in the movie now. Um, On top of that too, I also saw that, um, and then maybe if you want to touch on this real fast too, um, maybe I'll shoot it over to to Machine Man, but uh, the... uh, the trailer description on the Star Wars web- website uh, originally read with the whole Ray image um, that she what it, it said something like uh, a vision of a Ray or something like that, and then they they took that down and put up some other different explanation of what that is. So, uh, Machinima Man is is Star Wars like are they messing up? Are they trying to? lead us off the trail trail of you know of of the big actual thing that's going to happen uh what's going on are like what what's the deal with all this oh they're going to be in they're not going to be in they're so flippy floppy uh well i I think it's either one of two things that either they've they've took them off the panel because they're in the movie or they've took them off the panel to stop people thinking they're in the movie um i'd like to see them both in there uh it, it is strange that it was very last minute to um decide to take them off the panel, but yeah, I I I think personally, I think they're going to be in there. Ian McDermott, I think Matt Smith's going to be young Palpatine, maybe in some flashback scenes. Do you um, think that there's also like a possibility of like Matt Smith possibly being a, a conduit for uh, Palpatine's spirit? Yeah, it's possible. I mean, that side by side picture of uh, Palpatine and Matt Smith, like you know, half face each, look pretty convincing. Um, but he could not be playing any sort of Palpatine. He could just be a random character in there. Um, yeah, he could be. Yeah. He could just be a Knight of Ren, or he could be a Knight of Ren that is, you know, that does get possessed by Palpatine. Um, I don't know what's going on all yeah. the way. I mean, I mean, it, it's Star Wars. Who knows? He could be like Palpatine's grandson or something, for all we know. Um, yeah. We've got to remember that they keep mentioning that every single movie is going to be somehow implemented in this one and having Anakin back would make a lot of sense and having Palpatine Ian McDermott back would make a lot of sense for that as well yeah I almost felt like at Star Wars Celebration him you know at least Ian stepping out there um was like confirmation from for him showing up in the film and if they were to have Palpatine I don't know why they wouldn't use him or at least like show some sort of imagery of him um, yeah, I can't see why they go through the effort of bringing Ian McDermott on stage if he wasn't going to be in the film at all. You know, seems a bit strange, but yeah, I, I, I think ninety nine percent sure he's going to be in the film. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Harrison, I'm going to shoot this next guy to you. So, if Anakin, let's say Anakin is in the movie, um, because I feel like he kind of needs to be in the movie. Uh, what form would we be seeing him? Are we going to see him in this ghost Anakin concept that everybody has like been screaming for since they released that book? I mean, it got an entire page too, so like I don't know if they were definitely like screaming at us to like 
you know, love it or not, or, you know, at least talk about it. But, uh, or is there just some possibility of like maybe Anakin, like just the spirit of Anakin showing up and, and talking to, to Ray, maybe, and, you know, doing a whole Obi-Wan Kenobi type deal. So, uh, how do you think Anakin will, will make an appearance in this movie if he does? It's really hard to tell. Um, I mean, uh, Bubblegum13 in the chat has said about um, Anakin being a flashback, uh, which is entirely possible. Um, although the thing is, like, Star Wars doesn't tend to do flashbacks. They tend to be more into Thank Force you. Post. Yeah, no, and generally if there is, um, The Last Jedi yeah. is the only, like, out of the Skywalker saga to, uh, to like, go off beat and do a flashback for the first time ever in the series, which really bothered me, by the way, but I'm not going to get into it. But uh, they never did flashbacks ever. They were always like creative about doing some, you know, if they were going to go back in time or uh, when Anakin had the vision of Padme dying, it was, you know, a dream. And then when when Rey did her whole whole, uh, force thing um, in The Force Awakens, when she picked up uh, Luke's saber, uh, she went through that whole thing. And yeah, they went back in time, but it was a fun Star Wars-y way to do it. Um, and then Last Jedi was the first one ever to just be like, oh, we're just going to show a boring old flashback. We're not even going to like take you back. We're not going to send you on some Force vision or anything. They just straight up did it. Uh, first of all, I'm just going to straight out say like, yeah, I am absolutely, I don't want any like flashbacks in the like, the the sense of uh like the traditional manner At, no more of that that was really bad and i i and like trust me i've i've seen these movies and been talking about the filmography of the movies and how star wars needs to there are minor rules that you need to follow and if you don't follow those minor rules then it doesn't feel like a star wars movie you know what i mean and you got to get yeah, this yeah, yeah you got to yeah. get the swipes in there exactly yes you got to have those weird old swipes that no one uses anymore unless it's on your home videos um yeah, yeah. So it, it it it's any other movie, I'd say yeah, it's a flashback. But because it's a Star Wars movie, I think the ghost design that we're seeing, um, maybe not exactly that design, but a Force Ghost Anakin seems to be the most likely. Um, and it'll be kind of interesting because you know that gives some interesting story opportunities, like uh, for Anakin to tell Kylo Ren what an idiot he is. You know, um, that'll be something kind of cool that we could see. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I also see, I wanted to talk about this real, real quick, and then we'll we'll shoot it on over to our other topic, but uh, I'll ask this first one to Gilbert. Um, there, I, I, did you did you see that thing I dropped this week in the Discord? When I had like my, I always have like my little mini Star Wars revelations. So I'm like, you guys. Um, but I think so. I'm not sure yeah, I heard somebody mention, I heard somebody mention something and then it totally like opened my eyes and made me remember stuff. But um the uh the whole premise of of ray being a clone uh has definitely come up here on the show um and we're trying to figure out if it's if it's a clone of anakin or whatever um which definitely could have i mean definitely could have been plausible because um sidious put together darth vader so we don't know like at what point if he took some dna or for his own little test or something uh, but there's also the the plausible. What's going on, Dave Lord? There's also the plausibility of um, Ray being a clone of Luke Skywalker's hand, like the uh, what? Yeah, no, no. And there is some credence Ooh. to this. There is some credence to this because um, the original script for the Star Wars um, Force Awakens, or like the original draft, was very identical to what we got. 
but there were a, a few key differences and you know uh one of them was that the uh the MacGuffin in the movie wasn't a map to luke skywalker it was just the saber itself so like the you know and then one of the other things that was changed was in uh, right after the opening crawl they were going to show luke skywalker's hand floating in space um, and they decided it was too weird and like morbid to have in a Star Wars movie, but that was the original like idea. Do you think that ties in? Now that I've heard this thing, I re I went back and remembered remembered that no. that was no. no you I'll, I'll say it right now. No, that that sounds like something out of Doctor Who. I'm like, oh well, we found Luke's hand and then we grew a chick from him. Like, well, what? not grew, grew a chick, but at least got the DNA of Luke but you, Skywalker. But you get from... what I'm, but you get what yeah, I'm saying. Though. Yeah, that, that sounds, yeah. That sounds kind of ridiculous, and I don't know, maybe, but. I mean, his hand fell onto Bespin. Why would it? Why would it be in the middle of space? That well, we got really the saber. Yeah, we got the saber too, though. That's another Ooh. another another mild piece of. And then I'll shoot this was next over. I hear Harrison uh, getting excited, so I'm gonna talk to him in a second. Uh, another kind of thing that leads a little bit of something to this is um, a few years back, the the winner of like the Star Wars concept art contest. They have some sort of concept art contest that they do every year. Uh, the winner of that was an image of. Um, it was like a basically like a black market and a man selling uh the severed hand of luke skywalker in like this jar type deal and selling it on the black market and that was and it was in some liquid and stuff but um and it was all star wars too so it didn't look weird but that was the uh that was like the winner that year so who knows i i don't know if they like the idea of this i mean they were gonna feature the hand and they we already have the lightsaber so like is this kind of so Harrison, take it away. Oh yeah, um, I I think the idea is kind of cool. I uh, it is very Doctor Who, um, as Gilb said. You know, um, there's this whole plot in uh, Doctor Who. Um, David Tennant's Doctor gets tanked off, and then uh, Captain Jack finds it, and all that jazz. Uh, but 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 I like it. I, I love the idea of like some like. Uh, I don't know, some like um, tiny Star Wars creature finding like Luke's hand gripping a lightsaber at the bottom of Cloud City. It's like, oh, and then, you know, like eventually selling it on somewhere that that really, oh, I dig that. That's um, that's like expanding on the world of Star Wars in a way that I quite like. Yeah, um, and we've and, been definitely and, talking. And you're totally about. right. If they found the lightsaber, someone found the hand. Like they came as a pair. So um, yeah, that hand is around somewhere, and I, I and again, and it feeds onto loads of like kind of cool themes of you know, um, like getting into the kind of like the, the theme of the Jedi being a religion because then you go into sort of like the like the way we used to have here where churches you know like thousands of Catholic churches across the world have bones of saints like finger bones and things like within them, and you can totally have that, but it's Jedi bones and it's Luke's hand and it's ah it's, it, it yeah it it, it, uh, it flicks all the switches for me. Yeah, no, I, okay, I'm glad you're digging this. We've also been talking about the cloning and also, like, they keep reiterating a trillion times that it all connects together. So I'm trying to think of, mm -hmm. like, a type of, like, end game story. If I were to write this thing and, and you know, it, it being a celebration of everything, like, I'd look at each movie and, like, write some sort of something from each movie. Uh, and I think, yeah, bringing the Luke Skywalker hand back. 
another thing in here, I'll shoot this last one to uh, Machinima Man. But uh, see, now that I have the the whole hand thing in my in my head, do you think that Ray and I have a feeling, um, and they mentioned, you know, Kylo Ren not being uh, an evil person. He's a good guy playing bad guy, basically. Like, he's he's even said that in an interview. Like, deep in his heart, he is a good guy. Um, but he's so upset and angry at the world. He's, you know, he's playing the bad guy, even though everything in his body is telling him no, no. Um I have, you know, we've even seen it in the movie. So here's here's my theory, and then Mission of a Man, tell me what you think. But uh, Ray and Kylo's connection, if Ray is some sort of uh, offspring of Anakin or possibly uh, Luke Skywalker uh, in cloning wise, do you think that her connection might possibly be to Kylo because he's so? Obs- uh, I feel like he's almost getting some sort of like dark side residual from that helmet he has laying around and it's going to pop back up in this movie and i feel like that's like he almost has to go and talk and pray to that helmet to to do what he needs to do and i feel like maybe that helmet is has some sort of residual dark side energy from from darth vader and you know anakin's gone from it so after anakin's gone from it maybe all the horribleness of of like the original darth vader resides in that mask and possibly you know uh because that that kind of dark side aura is hanging out with kylo ren that might explain why Rey, being like a an offspring of Luke Skywalker, possibly feels like she has to redeem him so bad because it's it's like the essence of those two characters kind of meeting back up in in different ways. You know what I'm saying? So, what are you thinking about that mission, my man? Sebastian, I'm not gonna lie. I I, I don't even know what the question was. <laughs> you really need to you need to concise your questions a little bit. That was like five minutes straight. That was like a. <laughs> I have no idea so basically, I'm not okay, gonna go into a rant, but right? No, boy. Okay. So what do you think? So here, I'll ask it this way. No, sorry, I felt like I had to explain. Here, I'll I'll ask it related. No. So here, I'll ask you like this. Now that I like fully explained myself, that way you won't be like. What the hell? I feel like Kylo Ren's being influenced by the dark side essence of Darth Vader, basically. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, Rey is possibly a clone of Anakin slash Luke or something like that. So I feel like that connection and that draw, you know, them feeling drawn together might be a rift on, you know, Luke Skywalker trying to save uh, his father. But now it's basically like the spiritual essence of those characters um connecting them in the sense of like you know she wants to save kylo and kylo's being like the straight evil darth vader like he was in the movie right do you understand kind of what i'm asking and do you think there's any like validity to all this if that's how do you think that's might be how they're connect it's a bit of a crazy theory uh ray being cloned from the dna of luke's hand but do, do we know where luke's hand ended up I mean, there's there's a possibility, I guess. It it seems a bit out there, but uh, they were gonna yeah. put it in the first one. Do you think that that they took it out and maybe 
maybe that was going to blow things too quickly, possibly. Like, if they opened the movie with the hand. It's almost like that, That uh, what's that That theory? With the gun. If you showed the gun in the movie, you got to use the gun. Oh, so maybe... The checkout gun. Exactly. Yeah, so maybe they didn't show the hand at first because then people would have been asking about the hand the whole time, you know? And then like, oh, you know, and maybe drawn the connection a little. But we have one piece of the puzzle already, and that's the, the saber. So I feel like something, if they've already mentioned and wanted to talk about this hand before... Um, do you think it might show back up? Uh, it, it's not something I've really, really thought about. <laughs> um, like, who would have got the hand? Whoever has the hand must know it's Luke Skywalker's hand. Uh, who who would have even cloned it, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it, 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 I think it's a bit, it's a bit of a crazy theory. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose crazy things have happened in Star Wars. It could maybe, happen. Maybe episode nine is just Star Wars Lord of the Rings. But instead of a ring, it's just Luke's hand. Okay. I found the image here. I and think like, a team of three Jawas are sent and they have to throw Luke's hand into a Rancor pit to destroy it. Here, here you go. This... One hand to bring them all. Okay. I think you <laughs> I could believe it. I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah, you watched it, like yeah, and like like was it like I don't know, just instead of like when you put the ring on, it turns you invisible. Like if you like suck on his pinky finger, you fly. <laughs> Is that how? But then the the Knights of Ray can see you while you're sucking on the pinky finger. <laughs> oh my god. I think we found out what the Benioff and Weiss trilogy is going to be based off of. <laughs> we, so, we, we need a quote of the week, and that's got to be it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely it. <laughs> so, uh, Gilbert, if you want to get that image up real quick that I sent in the Discord. I don't know if you saw that guy. Uh, no, I didn't. Hang on. Here, I'll switch, <laughs> I'll switch to Machinima Man's face. What's up, Machinima? Okay, there you go. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Boom. Uh... Oh, that's cool. That's so cool. I guess. I don't, that, I don't that, know, man. It just, it, it's still, it seems very like Frankenstein, Doctor Who. Like, it yeah. seems kind of. Yeah, that like, doesn't look off putting. That doesn't look like something I wouldn't have seen in a Star Wars movie before like, either. Yes, we're going to clone Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the ultimate <laughs> evil plan, isn't it? It's Do like you guys remember? Too, too cheesy. Well, maybe he felt that if he couldn't get the real Luke Skywalker, he'd just make one himself. Can't clone midichlorian. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> if he did clone Ray from Luke's, never mind. Okay, uh, so gonna I'm going to leave. Why, why, I wouldn't leave everybody with that image, though. This is an image that exists. This is an image that won a contest. They, for sure, you can find it out there somewhere. The hand was going to show up in episode seven. I think there might be a little something up with this. And I think that'll be really rad if they, you know, if we are doing the whole Star okay. Wars thing. If if Palpatine did clone Rey from Luke's hand, then why was she abandoned on Jakku? Okay. What if there's like a cloning facility on Jakku or some other planet? She was dropped there with these like random junkers, drunkers and drunk, you know, whatever. And then for them, Instead of them leaving her on Jakku, they were already on Jakku, and they left her there so they can get the hell off that planet. Like, maybe they were just some, like, schlubs that wanted to get the hell off Jakku, and they were handed a girl that they were supposed to take care of, but instead of taking care of her, they sold her to Unkar Plut, and they left planet. They were nobodies they skipped or whatever, leaving this, like, clone child brought, you know, from God knows who where 
just being trapped on this planet like a nobody. But would Palpatine really leave one of his clones like that? Well, maybe it was broken out. Maybe they, it, I mean, you know, we also have that uh, Zori Bliss character. Maybe Zori Bliss, like, took one of the clone babies or something. Maybe she was evil at first and, and saw, like, you know, had a change of heart and rescued Rey and dropped her off on Jakku with that family. And maybe they dumped, you know, they left her. And I don't know. I would also say that I don't think J.J. Abrams is above stealing from other things. So he might have, like, taken it from The Force Awakens. It could have been one of Vader's clones. Like, it yeah. could have been literally the Starkiller story, but, like, instead of Starkiller, it was this clone of his own son or something. It would be also maybe. cool if there was, like, if Palpatine possibly decided to clone Anakin's. Maybe he was like, oh, Vader's kind of, like, whatever and sucking, because there is definite proof of him not being super stoked with Vader all the time. So maybe uh, maybe he had a thing where, like, if Vader died, he could just pop up a, a new, better, like... Uh, Anakin that would do exactly as he's told because he's programmed. All right, guys, we're, we're losing people on this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about your hand theory, Sebastian. No, I am down with Danklord though. Uh, that is, uh, there is something from Legends where Luke fights Luke. <laughs> That's how I always have to That's say That's a thing. It is Luke with two U's, Luke? and yeah, Luke fights oh, Luke. No, that's it. Star Wars is cancelled. No, we're done. That's it. I'm not having that. <laughs> we need to move on before you go further down this rabbit hole, Sebastian. Okay, so I'm done with the the clone hand. Anyways, that I think that's cool. Uh, let's shoot it over to the next image, Gilbs. Okay, which one is that? Are we talking? Yeah, do whatever you want. It's up to you now. All right. Oh, boom, okay. Avengers. Gilbert, take it away. <laughs> What do you mean? I take it away. No. <laughs> you were the host. You guys don't want to talk about the hand? No. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, so this, uh, we we've been so busy with trailers and Star Wars and blah 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 blah. We haven't got to talk about. Uh, there was some Avenger game footage that actually dropped for us. Uh, did you guys get a chance to see some of that? Yes, I did. I was the first one. To, I think I was the one who showed you all you guys when it when it first popped up. I'm like, dude. I think you did. Yeah. So uh, take it away, Gilbert. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, as we were kind of as we were like expecting, it's kind of uh, they each kind of have different playstyles. Like the one that really stood out to me was the Thor one, because that it's it, like, if anyone who watched that, it looks exactly like God of War. I'm like, and that's it's not necessarily a bad thing to me. I, I, to me, honestly, I, that that's kind of cool, especially with him like the ability to throw your hammer around and then fight hand to hand. Well, and it's uh, funny that you fact, said yeah, one, yeah. One of Is... the combat animators for God of War worked on this game. Shinema man, you stole the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) So then, yeah, that explains all of that. But that's, but honestly, that was a good choice then because that it looks really cool. The Thor gameplay was awesome. I think uh, another one that was pretty cool was the uh, Captain America gameplay. What did you think about the Iron Man gameplay, real quick? Because yeah, I agree with you. Thor looked good. Um, I I felt like it was okay. I didn't. I didn't mind it. I I want them to kind of do more. I, I hope it's not just flying around and shooting people while you chase them. Yeah, that was bad. I think that part was bad, actually. <laughs> yeah, so I, hope it's, I hope it's better than that. If I'm being like, I, I, Iron Man seems like one of the like if they uh, Avengers or if the Avengers movies have shown us anything, it's that Iron Man is probably one of the most popular characters now. <laughs> so I'm like, you guys got to do something more with that. Like, you got to make him find a way to make him more interesting than just oh, let me fly and then lock on, shoot, fly, lock on, shoot. Because yeah, and I then mean, uh. Well, I was going to say, uh, yeah, no, he lo- he was the only one out of everybody that kind of looks whatever. Um, Black Widow actually looks super fun to play as. Like, oh, out of all the ones, I rather I think I wanted to be Black Widow the most. 
Yeah, Black Widow and the whole like the boss fight with her fighting uh, Taskmaster. That was actually really cool. It felt that felt very uncharted to me. Like she, uh, she's running around, jumping on stuff, shooting at people while she's and doing all kinds of parkour stuff. Like that felt like stripped straight out of uh, like a Nathan Drake game. Yeah, yeah no, that uh, looks really good. We don't have a lot of good hand-to-hand combat games, I don't think. So it it is refreshing to see, you know, that kind of hand-to-hand martial arts gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like basically the Batman series, like the Arkham yeah. series of games, basically exactly. it, like in like mm-hmm. good hand-to-hand games. Yeah, that's straight up what Batman kind of looks like. At, or not Batman. See, I even called him Batman. Uh, Captain America like straight up looks like Batman. <laughs> like, exactly. <whatever>. Yeah. <laughs> like the Captain America gameplay was pretty much almost exactly like watching, uh, you know, watching Batman gameplay or the like Arkham City gameplay or Arkham Knight gameplay. And then, uh, what do you think about the Hulk? And then, real quick, I just wanted to drop this on everybody while we're talking about this. There's a couple like itty bits of knowledge that got dropped on us, but uh, it is not set in the PS4 universe. That's confirmed. I I heard that live actually. Well, that's lame. Yeah, that's sad. They're like, oh, spy- you know, PS4 has an exclusive. Is it Spider-Man? And uh, the guy's like, nope, we have our own separate universes, which is dumb because like we. When, we when just- was that announced? Because was that political? Like, was it originally in the same universe? And then they were like, oh, hang on. Everything's falling apart with Sony. No. Um, I don't think so. I feel like it It was never confirmed. And they were very, like, ambiguous about it. And finally, the guy, like, to to drop the whole, like, what if about it, that he just flat out said, no, it's our own thing. I don't think that means that Spider-Man won't show up. But, like, in, in this universe, but, like, as, like, a added character possibly down the line. But, like, no, I guess it's not in the PS4 universe of Spidey. And then what was the other little piece of knowledge? Oh, it's not open world. So you're going to get these, like, scripted solo missions. And then the uh, multiplayer missions that you'll be able to unlock uh, once you finish the campaign, like the co-op missions, those are going to be, like, more open worldy sandbox where you're going to... And you're going to have more of a bigger, like, kind of the tight playground to play around in, yet it's no open world. So just wanted to let everybody know those two things. I don't know if they're, like, minor disappointments or... I was trying to think about it. Like, if you had an open world and you had, like, parts as the Hulk, he would just be running and... Like, I don't know. I don't see it being, like, the most interesting open world game idea so maybe it was smart that they kept it like this yeah i think you could do open world for certain characters like iron man seems like the perfect person to do exactly thing for but like captain america what are you gonna do like he can maybe call down a motorcycle that's what i was thinking like maybe he can do like a batman type deal (laughs) maybe but even then like i don't know like captain america's is still kind of tough like, like that, one, with- that one makes more sense to have linear maps and so does like even with the black widow and more that makes more sense to have linear maps but with iron man like if you try to make put him on a linear map that doesn't make sense because he can fly around like he can do like thor and iron man feel like that's like an open world uh concept exactly yet you wouldn't be able to have like an adventure game and then only have like the op- open world stuff be only iron man and thor like it would be weird uh so like or like maybe you could only travel around in the destinations as those two it would just feel really weird and off i guess so like they decided to go with this and i know like we all enjoyed ps4 spider-man so much but um is is anyone else worried that this just isn't gonna be as good as the lego games yes (laughs) i I literally yeah yeah, i agree with (laughs) i just got done playing uh lego dc super villains and i have to say that's like one of the best depictions of the dc universe in gaming (laughs) like unfortunately yeah. yeah marvel superheroes like from lego is just amazing 
Like yeah. it, it, it just like you can play like most of your favorites from comics. It the mechanics actually fit characters. Like it's a really legit game. It's works. so sad. And Every it's... time I play them, I'm like, I wish I had a grown up version of these games. <laughs> you know what? I mean? yeah, Star- yeah, they're yeah, doing like, it with Star Wars the... too. Yeah. You, yeah. You sorry. Just need a skin mod for Lego, like where like we just replace the models with like proper models, and then that's it. We're done. Because you get you get the scripted sections and you still get open world, you get the kind of like everything you need, um, you know, like like uh, when we were playing it, we were like, oh, this isn't gonna be good, and then we got into the open world and we had Iron Man and we could fly literally everywhere, and we were like, no, this game is game of the year, like <laughs> yeah, and you it. and you can switch to you know Phil Coulson or whatever and walk around by foot or unlock like special vehicles and stuff, like it's yeah. amazing, it's put together perfectly. Same thing with um. Yeah, so you could like call down vehicle, whatever vehicles you have unlocked, and then they just show up at your door. Um, that's, right. that's pretty cool. I'm not, I mean, if they do it like that, but see, the problem with that is that that's Legos. It works because it's all cartoony and like toys. With this, it would be a little weird to just be able to call down like a motorcycle, a Humvee, a freaking you know a bus or whatever. But would it like? I guess you can have like a a helicarrier or not a helicarrier. That would be horrible. But like maybe like a Quinjet or something. Like come drop you off something. I don't know. Well, like like a just cause game. Yeah, right, exactly. I, I like uh, I like what Dankler said in the comments here, like doing like Warframe. You know, where you have certain areas that are that are open world and other areas that aren't. So you I can do like missions totally. like that. Like that would be actually really cool. Yeah, same with like Destiny, and especially since this is like a a, a games as a service game. Uh, you know, and it's gear and stuff. It would absolutely need to have like some. You know, it doesn't have to be like massive open world, but maybe we can have like a mini. You know, like Destiny has like those mini open world type areas. You can have like a Wakanda open world, and you can have a New York open world, and and exactly, yeah. Exactly. Um, I was gonna say, uh, Harrison, you brought up the Lego games. That I I was like super depressed the other day because they're making the the new Lego Star Wars, the complete, uh, what are they calling it, the the Skywalker Star- saga or whatever. Yeah, um, that sounds like the Star Wars game we've all wanted. <laughs> Like you're gonna be able to literally it's like open world Star Wars You can take up out out of atmosphere and travel to the different Star Wars planets and sometimes on your way to a planet Before you land you have to engage in a space battle because there's a blockade of Imperial Star Destroyers And you have to get through that to be able to land on you know Jakku or whatever Uh, So yeah, I totally wanted to agree with you is Lego is literally like killing it with the types of games We've always wanted from these franchises and then just everybody else can't pull it together for some reason i don't know what's the deal with that but uh, i'll tell you a weird thing so a lot of what it is is the fact that um the lego games have been made by uh traveler's tales yes um the developers for, for for years and years and years and years and basically developers almost never get the chance to work that long on a type of game you know like um developers are these weird things where their studios are open and closed because if you fail on one project even if your last project was a huge success the amount of money that it takes to make a game means that, like, unless you are like making Call of Duty and EA owns you, um, you can just be scrapped straight away. You can like still make a great game, but not make enough money to keep running. It's a weird industry. Traveler's mm-hmm. Tales make fairly low budget games, and they've been making the same game with different skins for like a decade, well, longer than that. 
Exactly. And they're, they're just, they, they just know how to do it. And every time they make one, it makes money. So they always get the money back to make new games. And they're always, really, they're always really thoughtful also about adding improvements. And then also, yeah, like you said, because they've been around so long, they can build off of what they're already doing. Like they already have stuff pre-assembled, I guarantee you, like you said. And then all I have to do is slap a new you know, new graphics, shinier graphics or whatever, just increase that a little bit, but they have the engine down. They just have to come up with the character animations and design a level and, and they're masters at it by now. They've done like how many Lego games? It's like the, all of them. Yeah, dude. So yeah, I totally- <laughs> How much stuff is there in the world? <laughs> yeah, no, so they, they've definitely, oh my God, they did Lego Dimensions. Um, also, I, I will say as well, like the thing that makes them different from something like COD where you have like, you know, there's you know, hundreds of COD games. COD games, have to increase in their engine and their graphics every time cod games have to like go right okay you know we now need these cinematics that look amazing we now need this that looks amazing lego doesn't <laughs> like lego if you're just gonna go it needs to be good enough to render this this three by three block yeah it can do that cool we'll spend the rest of the time on actually making a game shall we no and i do want to give them a quick little shout out because uh if you look at like some of the original games to now there is a really that like us like uh like harrison to say better they definitely look yeah like no they they, like they have the, like the models look they look much better from like lego star wars the original video game to like now yeah the plastic has like texturing in it now like little exactly, it's yeah. weird it's cool though uh they're doing an excellent job so like hopefully uh like some other game studios take cues from like what they're doing because <laughs> it's it's like almost flawless to the point where like it just needs an adult coat of paint on it and it would like literally just make trillions you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and to, to all you lovely beautiful modding people out there i know you're out there stop making mods to skyrim make lego mods that make them look like the real thing uh, if people stop making mods for Skyrim, I'll be out of work because that's <laughs> I know. literally all I do. No, <laughs> Machinima man, you just shoot Quiet over to the one. you just shoot over to the Lego Lego Machinimas. <laughs> By the way, Marshall, are we are we both in Skywind? Uh, no. Are you not in Skywind? I thought you were in Skywind. Okay, doesn't matter. <laughs> no, well, uh... I, don't, I, I don't think so. No. So. I thought you were. Okay. Oh so... yeah, there's there's Hank Pym too. So, anyways, um. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say? I, the, okay, so like Harrison said, um, it I was kind of like mildly let down a little bit. I kept hearing bad stuff about it, and like I was open-minded once I saw the footage itself. But um, it, it, especially like now that I know it's kind of more linear and stuff, I'm really stoked for like the open, or not open world, but like the more co-op missions. I'd love to see what we can do with that and how fun it would be to play with your friends and hopefully take on different roles and be able to do different objectives at the same time in more of a, a playground type area. Um, is So yeah, Harrison said he was like mildly let down. Machinima Man, is this something that you're like super stoked for? Or like, are you kind of just like, you might get it, maybe not right away, maybe not on, like, I don't know. I'm scared with this one for some reason. I don't have like hope in it. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not too hopeful myself. Why is I'll it probably... scaring us? <laughs> I think just because there's so much in it. There's so many characters, you know. It's like because you guys are lame. <laughs> no, I mean, I I would love for this to be a success. I'm just, uh, I would love for this to be a success, Gilbert. But and maybe you can play devil's advocate. But like, um, 
I don't want to be overly hopeful to where like I disappoint myself with like Anthem and Star Wars Battlefront again. Like I want to be able to like see the signs from a mile away, and there are some like signs that are pointing to a little bit of scariness. It, it's going to be the the length of the game that will decide it for me. Like, but like I said, they're dropping like they're going to make it more of like a games as a service. So once you complete the game, they yeah. want you to like play these co-op missions and unlock new gear and kind of grind out like a Diablo type Destiny game. Sure, but like I already played Diablo. <laughs> I already played Destiny. Like I've I've got those. I don't want another one. But here's the Star. Uh, but here's the Marvel one you've been dying for, right? <laughs> if they release like a ten-hour game. And then two months later, they release a character pack for like $20. Okay, so those are going to be free, by the way. At least that's what they said. So here's what I'm thinking, and Gilbert, and I would love for you to tell me why you think it's going to be good. But what I'm basically hearing is the gear is going to come out. You're going to do the the missions. You know, this mission is going to be like, oh, an extra hard. You can unlock this Iron Man mask, and it's just going to be, you know, whatever. And there's going to be a store um, with with some pieces of gear and skin that you can only buy in the store so i guess that's where the monetization comes in but basically what i'm thinking is like they're going to drop the character packs for free you can um just like any other like looter game you can get okay gear through the the free game but if you're going to want like the cool suit for iron man or you want your vision to be all rad and decked out with you know all kinds of crazy effects then you're gonna have to like pay up a little bit and i think that's how yeah this is the worrying thing like Apex, like a game like Apex Legends, it's free to play, and it's up to you if you want to buy the cosmetics. Yeah, like it's if there's no other sixty dollars, it's going to have, you know, paid cosmetics, paid everything else. Like if you're going that route, go go free, you know, make no, the I... game free, and then people can buy the cosmetics or the extra characters or the extra co-op maps if they want. No, I agree with you because if I pay sixty dollars for a game and then I don't have an a, like a clear objective after like I put it, you know did the story and stuff and I can't like play the game like everybody else is because I'm not spending additional money then that's yeah that's not cool and not fair anymore mm. like I'm not I'm not down with that anymore now if it's like visual exclusives or whatever I guess I'm okay okay with that but I, I there needs to be like an even share of like paid slash free stuff Gilbert why is this getting game gonna just blow us away? Well, I mean, honestly, I, I, the gameplay looks kind of fun to me. I I think it looks kind of cool. And the more I see about this game, the more I think that it actually might be, you know, somewhat enjoyable. But I think that what it's probably going to end up doing is do with a similar thing that like Resident Evil Six did, and that's like it's going to have like one storyline, like one one campaign, but it's going to be played through from the point of view of like five different five or six different characters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the first one will be like you know you'll there'll be the initial mission, which you'll get to play as Captain America, Iron Man, Thor black widow or whatever and then after that it's going to be like the black widow campaign the captain america campaign the the iron man campaign and you have to do different stuff as just just playing as those characters i think that's how they're gonna end up doing it and then i can also imagine like part way through the story maybe like some characters like hanging out and like doing exactly missions like, together. They'll, like they'll run into each other or something like that and then like what you, you'll see what captain america was doing up to that point and then also the on the iron man mission it'll be you know it'll, it'll show you all of what he's doing and, and then, then now you do a mission with both of them thing. and stuff. Yeah, or you can do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's my, that's my thought. I think that's going to be kind of cool. More than that, I also think that it's kind of badass. You know, like just the whole idea of them like be doing this and then adding more characters later on. Like maybe we get Miss Marvel somewhere down the line because I, 
I did have a picture of it somewhere right here. Yeah, so maybe somewhere down the line we get a DLC of like, oh, hey, play the Miss Marvel campaign. Play the freaking, uh, I feel like you know, you the, need the Miles like... Morales campaign, campaign. Play the Ant-Man campaign. Oh, I just noticed something. Okay, so we already know that's Kamala Khan and she's going to be Miss Marvel. That's confirmed. But by her shirt, we know instantly that uh, um, Captain Marvel's confirmed. Oh, yeah, Captain Marvel exists already as well. Yeah, so, the, so I imagine perfect. maybe like maybe she's off world during this uh, initial campaign, and I imagine them dropping like a character pack with some story with her later. Exactly, and it, like so, come like, back the, the and bring Marvel some sort of threat or whatever. Yeah, and that's, and that's my thought is that eventually they're gonna like it might be free, it might not. Either way, I'm like I think they're gonna be free. I think they're gonna drop it almost like um like an over you know with Overwatch how they drop a they'll give you the free character now all the additional goodies that's where you're gonna grind and pay for you know what I mean so we're not gonna be uncool and not drop the character you know you get that and you get the missions you get you can you can play like everybody else can but if you want the cool metallic you know Spider Man suit you're gonna have to, to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can so, I- uh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Marshall. Or, uh, go ahead, Harrison. Well, I, 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 um, I think, uh, slightly controversially, I don't want um, these extra characters to be free. Um, mostly because, like, when I when like games have come out similarly that have like, oh, you know, if you buy it new, you get the free DLC. It's always been lame. Like, I, um, no, the, yeah, the yeah. Arkham City Catwoman stuff was rubbish. Yeah, the Mass Effect Two DLCs that were free kind of sucked. Yeah, like every time that they turn up is like, oh man, it's so lame. And I, I like, like to be honest, that weirdly, even though it's free, I feel ripped off. <laughs> I kind of know what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> it had a really weird, gu- like, yeah, you did it. Get- because, <laughs> because like, I think I've been part of it because you do that thing and you go, ah, well, you know, they say it's free, but actually it's built into the price of the game, so you're supposed to have this. And exactly. like, no, they spend no time on this. They yeah. don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not like, oh, they're just dropping it in later. Nope, they're just half-assed uh, Ant Man and <laughs> and yeah, Gilbert, you've reminded me that the Mass Effect Two free one was that 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 bounty hunter guy with the awful like accent, uh, Zaid Masani. Yes, Shepard. We also have to forget, like yeah, sometimes, pay- sometimes paid DLC is really bad too. Like, look at all the um, what was that last? Uh, like Far Cry Five had some really bad paid DLC. Did you see Ooh. some? Yeah, had like yeah. I think they threw in like a zombie thing, which was like whatever, and then they threw in like a Mars oh. one, which is like the most open bear, freaking grossest modern. Yeah. I think they looked nasty as hell. Yeah, yeah. Why would they say- have the Vietnam one? Oh yeah, there was that one too. Yeah. Oh, Vietnam one sounds fun. Was that was that any good or was that bad that, as well? That that was uh, reviewed as the best one of all the Far Cry DLCs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like a Mars, a barren planet, like seems like the complete opposite of Far Cry. No, that was yeah. gross. It was gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here, I want to shoot it on to some other topics. We we don't have to talk a whole bunch about them, but I didn't want to get them out. Uh, what do we? What else we got in the? Ooh, okay, Marvel What If. So we've already talked about this. We've kind of given our ideas, but now we have a couple uh, like story confirmations. So how about uh, I'll I'll drop the stories on there, and then I'll I'll shoot to you, and you guys tell me what your favorite one is and why. Uh, so we got the, the Marvel Zombies. I don't know where that's going to tie into the whole Marvel story necessarily. Um, 
And then I don't know what's the deal with this whole like win Winter Soldier slash Captain America deal. Um, maybe that's like if Winter Soldier was good or something. And then we also got the confirmation of the, uh, we have Captain Britain coming with Peggy Carter. And then in that story, Steve Rogers is going to still be skinny Steve Rogers in his mech. There you go. Oh, dude, he's no, he's going to be, he's either going to be Iron Man or they're going to make him War Machine. Yeah, he's like the 1940s version of, um, and then the very last story that was confirmed slash leaked was um, T'Challa like, being Star Yeah, Wars. I really like this. That is I, awesome. That I is think so that's so cool. cool. And I want to see more like weird mismashy stuff like that for sure. So uh, Gilbert, take it away. What's your what's your favorite one? Oh, sorry, sorry about that, guys. My mic uh, turned off for a second. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to say probably Captain Carter because I'm not going to call her Captain, uh, Captain uh, Britain. That just sounds dumb. Well, that's a but, thing. Yeah. A hey. thing. That's a thing. I'm though. sorry, but, hey. Yeah. Hey. but like, I'm sorry, but Captain Britain just. But that's I'm a sorry, th- guys. But that's a thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> there is a I Captain refuse. Britain. Like, yeah, it's Sherlock's brother. Like, I'm pretty. Well, fine. And let it's it, like, let yeah, Sherlock's brother then. But I'm not. I don't want Captain. I I, I prefer. Like, I saw. Uh, hang on a second. I think Captain, they, they that's cool. The, um, that's cool. Because that's also a character that exists. Well, yeah, but again, that's see. I saw that this is the thing that I, I like. That actually really works really well. Yeah, to me, I think that that just that to me this screams uh, a really cool name. And yeah, Union Jack is a thing, and yeah, Captain Britain is a thing. But those are already established characters. Let her be Ooh, her own yes, thing. Presumably, I mean, it's Agent Carter. It's like it's still like an American initiative to make the super soldier. So it could be Redcoat. <laughs> uh, she definitely. I mean, we, we, I mean, we could put it. We could do that. I mean, that that sounds like something an American, a nineteen forties America would do. Yeah, it's like, ah, these British folks. Ah, we call them red coat. Ah, yeah. <laughs> That's how you will talk, right? No, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah, we talk guy. like this. We'll call, we'll call Captain Lobster, Marshall. So, tell me, what do you think of the new Marvel What If show? Is it getting you excited? Well, well, I I think uh, she's a well well educated lady. And Cap- Cap- Captain Cambridge has a better ring to it. <laughs> so, gonna, so is this like Captain America story, the one that's getting you the most psyched, or the Captain Britain thing going on, or is there? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all for. Um, I've just I forgot her name. Peggy Carter. Yes, uh, Peggy Carter. Yes, I'm all for this. Uh, Cap was my is is my favorite Avenger in the films. Uh, and as you all know, I love the the end scene of Endgame with Cap and Peggy, and I'm all for more Peggy. No, can yeah. I, can I nominate the real What If story to be Marshall, just to be Captain Britain? Yes, please. Because <laughs> like, because like, to be just honest, be like, him flipping a tire on you and you, you're a shield. You just are. You are a superhero already. Like, you just oh, our little Steve Rogers. <laughs> really, I always looked at him as more of our our Thor. That's just because he had a picture with a hammer. Well, yeah, but I guess. But uh, <laughs> he doesn't have the, the long flowing hair and the succulent beard. Yeah, as much <laughs> as ginger. So. <laughs> Were you trying to say that you wanted to be Thor Harrison? No, I am. I I, I am Chubby Hulk. Chubby Hulk. Okay, <laughs> so then I'm gonna give again. Yeah, like Lebowski Thor was totally what I would what I would say you were. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 have a different yeah, view on you guys. Beer, yeah, yeah. I, I will happily be a god who spends all day drinking beer. Gilbert has <laughs> to be. Uh, Gilbert has to be Tony Stark. 
Jesus. <laughs> but like grumpy yeah, I think, Tony Stark. I think, I think no, Harrison, he's Hank Pym. He's, he's Hank Pym. More Tony Stark. Yeah, more I feel right. like Harrison is Tony Stark, Hank and Harrison's I feel like facial hair is, got, is more Tony Stark. Oh, and okay. Gil- Gilbert's Hank Pym, the crotchety <laughs> old man that hits his wife. No, <laughs> I always saw myself as more of a Hawkeye, but that's cool. <laughs> So anyways, uh, uh, let's see. So, oh, let's talk about real quick about like uh, Ayurveda his or uh, Steve Rogers in the mech suit. That's cool. What other like, okay, so if we're seeing this, then this is kind of giving you idea of some other stuff that we're going to see from the other stories. And especially now that we've seen like the, the, um, the, 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 the Black Panther Star-Lord thing. Uh, Gilbert, why don't you predict a, a what-if out of the, the all Marvel movies? That's what they're doing, basically. They're taking one of every Marvel movie and doing, like, a 30-minute what-if story on it. Hopefully it's an hour. I don't know, but I think it might be a 30-minute, like, what-if animated thing. Uh, what story are you wanting? What story am I wanting? But, like, uh, or or not... I think we've already done the wanting. Let's do a prediction now that we kind of oh, see... Oh, it's going to happen? Yeah, let's see. Um, yeah, because we already have them, kind of. Okay, uh, let's see. I would, I would say if we're gonna, if like I, w- I want to do another mixing one, and instead of maybe like instead of uh, what's his name, um, shit, instead of uh, Stephen Strange being the the Sorcerer Supreme, make it Tony Stark. What if Tony Stark was the Sorcerer Supreme? I would really love that, and maybe so like Iron Man with like with with sorcery. That would be really rad. Maybe like uh, after he got blown up from the bomb or whatever. Uh, instead of using a magnet to to heal his stuff, he uses uh, yeah well, sorcerer. Yeah, so here's a fun thing. What if the guy who uh, what, instead of being a scientist, what if he was a sorcerer and he created an arc reactor with magic? Yes, and some sort of like I have Agamotto deal or something. Exactly. Like how cool would that be? All right, that's that actually sounds pretty bitchin'. Uh, Machinima man, what's your what if prediction? Something that you think will show up in this guy? And like I said, do mind you, we have one of every Marvel movie to pick. So I imagine there being like a, oh, what if Ultron, blah, 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 or what if, you know. So don't forget about all this. Hmm. Um. I want to take one of the more obscure ones, like <laughs> the the Incredible Hulk. What if, like, what if the Incredible Hulk was a good movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh Sorry, I'm just laughing at Harrison. <laughs> Everybody, shell out on the Patreon to see all the inside jokes that you're missing. <laughs> yeah, that that buzz you just heard over the mic was a Patreon exclusive. Sorry, I just saw it too. It's good, guys. It's worth a dollar. Can't even concentrate now. Oh. What's Hulk's girlfriend's name? Be, uh, Betty um, Betty Ross. Be, yeah, yeah. What if she became Hulk instead of Bruce? Now, here's my real quick thing: is I don't want to see a whole bunch of like, oh, what if this person just became the superhero that we know, like instead of you know what I mean? Like, I'm okay seeing that a couple times, but I do want to see like some what if stories, like instead of you know, like maybe we do have uh, Thor who just is still Thor, but maybe this happened to him in his life and that changed this, or you know what I mean? Not necessarily like swip swappies, which there are a lot of the what if stories, which is like the fun of it, but like. 
Uh, I guess I'll shoot this next one to Harrison. Maybe more, not so much like swip swappy power wise, but like story wise. What story would you like to see happen maybe differently to this character? And maybe that changed the outcome of how that character's, you know, uh, like actual character turned out. You know what I mean? Maybe something really bad happens to Thor. So instead of him being a good guy, he's the villain of one of the stories or kind of go off a rift, a rift like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think uh, ages ago on a quiz question, we had a thing where I came up with the what if of... Um, of Loki, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thor was... Thor ended up being adopted by the Frost Giants. Uh, and he was just like the tiniest Frost Giant and he was really angry. Uh, yeah, like, like some of that. Um, I, I, agree, I agree with you. I, I don't particularly want just like somebody else gets the powers because we, we have had a lot of that throughout the years, throughout the comics. Which is um, fine, which is okay, but yeah. I mean, to be honest, right now, I am obsessed with the soundtrack of the T'Challa being Star-Lord thing. I just want to know Ooh. what incredible funk tracks he just has on there. Well, yeah, and you got to think he's, like, from Detroit, too, right? Oh, no, 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 no. He's from Oakland. Yeah, yeah. What's thing? So, so like, like is, is, he, is it exactly the same timeline? Because, like, Oakland, like, at the time when Star-Lord got abducted is kind of different from, like, Oakland at a different time here. Because, like, to be honest, if if you showed me a cut of um, Guardians of the Galaxy that opens with NWA and just, you know, like, T'Challa dancing his way through, I would be so happy. Um, I don't, I think, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I think there is even, some, like, fun. Yeah, we can take it a little bit further back to, so, like, some run DMC, you know, and just him is, like, rocking it out to Tricky. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So that, that's all I'm obsessing over um, with the what-ifs. But, yeah, I, I think I think more, more story-based stuff. I don't know. I'm not creative enough to think of, uh, like, really weird what-ifs, um, especially with the, the existing MCU. I suppose things just, like... like I would um, love to see, like... I'd love to see, like, a, like, an Iron Man, but, like, without... Iron Man, if that makes sense. Like, like imagine if like Tony Stark didn't build a suit, but he just went Rambo on them. Like exactly the same stuff happens, except for the heart bit. So it's just Tony Stark, like barehanded, beating a bunch of terrorists today. Almost like we saw in like uh, Iron Man three with him. Like, did you, you remember Iron Man three? Yes, but I'm thinking more like more like the Punisher sort of tone, and like with Rambo Last Blood coming out, like like literally Rambo, like like just like it's R-rated, and it's just like Robert Downey Jr. just going ham on a bunch of people. No, yeah, no, absolutely. I would love to see also like a what if of possibly like what if. Um... Maybe like Thanos is on the Guardians of the Galaxy, and maybe like uh, Gamora is the villain of the story, or something like that. Uh, I would like to see a bit more of like a of like team swapping a little bit, or maybe see what would happen if this character would have been, you know, uh, more like on this side, and this character ended up having this kind of life. I want to mess more with. I want to be like the the Doctor Manhattan of the Marvel universe. I don't necessarily want to like hand a new costume to the guy, but yeah, kind of screw up their lives and see what would happen. You know, if you would have killed off this person, or maybe this person would have lived. I I would love to see possibly like a story of like what happened if Quicksilver didn't die or whatever. Uh, to see like how he would have possibly helped affect the Avengers, you know, throughout the whole story of Phase Three, possibly of how much he could have helped. Slash, maybe he turned evil or something. Who knows? Um, there's all kinds of fun stuff. Hopefully, they get real creative with it, and and like we're kind of hoping like yes, I do want to see the I do 
absolutely want to see all the fun what ifs, but then I do want to see a, like a you know the what if the uh, I remember like back in the day there was like um, like what if the Watcher had a sense of humor. There was like uh, what was the one I owned? Oh, what if the Dark Phoenix like rose again? So yeah, I want to see some of those stories too, where like maybe a character that got killed or. Uh, maybe didn't die at that point in time and we get to see like alternate versions of history or yeah mess around with the the timey stuff a little bit too um and i still really dig the uh the masters of evil i would love to see like a what if the avengers were never a thing and and it was the masters of evil maybe zemo put together the avengers instead so or what if what if uh like basically hydra like they never found out about the avengers uh, there was the never the Avengers never found out about Hydra, so maybe maybe Hydra's running the Avengers the whole time and using them to do their nasty, you know. What if, what if Hydra Captain America? Yeah, or like yeah, maybe some maybe some uh, people found out about the Hydra and didn't want to fight against it. Like imagine a Tony Stark possibly being okay with the idea of of Hydra once he finds out like all the details. You know what I mean? And him trying to maybe a whole different type of civil war story also because we know we're gonna get like the the civil war story again. So maybe like uh, different motivations of why they're doing that civil war and maybe different. I don't know. Who knows? We, we can sit here and what if all day <laughs> who won the civil war. So was it, was it captain America? Yeah. So maybe it was like, okay, what, so if Iron what if Man Iron Man, won? what if Iron Man won? Like just tr- straight up, like murdered captain America. Zemo won. Oh, Zemo won. Sitting my in his man. little box at the movie. Yeah. He won in his he little my pasty he, American, but he won. <laughs> 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 he, he achieved what he set out to do. Let's get on to the next one. We don't have a whole bunch more time here. Okay, uh, let's do. Uh, let's do our quick shot on the toys. Let's everybody, and then I. I want to ask a cyberpunk question real quick. Um, that Ray Wayne we can skip. I've already seen stuff like it. Okay. We got Palpatine. Palpatine's cool, but we can skip that one. This one's a Disneyland or a Disneyland exclusive. You can only pick that up at Disneyland, so we can skip that guy. Skip that guy. <laughs> Sorry, I know too I'm much. Of, I know too. Uh, I know too much of it. Uh, you can get rid of that guy too. Uh, well, I want to keep these. These look awesome. Those are awesome, but that came out last year, Gilbert. So skip oh, that. Shit. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I own that one. Skip that. <laughs> Sebastian, you, you tell me the, all the black oh, series okay, toys, okay, and you didn't tell me go. which one. Yeah, okay, so this, this is a cool one. Oh, it's Tim Curry. Oh, you sure, you, sure Curry. you don't want me to skip that Gentleman. one, too? There we go. You, you sure t- you don't want me to skip? Skip? Skip. <laughs> Gilbert's PC rub is dying right now with all these tabs open. Skip. Seriously, dude. Skip. No, 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 for real. Can we not go back to the one that, like, everyone who played Baldur's Gate 2 gets, like, flashbacks? Here, let me. Um, maybe I wasn't. Maybe you didn't see what I saw this week. <laughs> I really didn't. I don't know what toys you were talking about, Sebastian. It was on Reddit. If you just show up on Reddit, Gilbert, you can see all the Force Friday figures that we've eat. Hold on one second. Um, where are you? Yeah, there's some cool ones. There's a, there's a, a off-world Jawa. There's off-world Jawa. There is... Oh, Me and on. you use Reddit for completely different things, Sebastian, I have to say. <laughs> hey, hey, this is a children's podcast. Marshall, my, 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 don't my be bad, talking about bad. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, me and Marshall hang out on r slash nature is metal and we just watch animals dying. <laughs> <laughs> what is that what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> <laughs> That was dark. 
<laughs> that's what it is though isn't it that page is like what damn it i can't find the leak i can't <sighs> i yeah no, no in this little interlude i am addicted to r slash metal so, while sebastian's looking so i tell people about the star wars joke book i found yes please oh, tell us a joke tell us a star wars joke all right okay hang on, hang on. okay so here is a joke that is apparently being told by porkins um what temperature is it inside a tauntaun? Oh, I know this one, so I won't say it. <laughs> it's lukewarm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so right, right. So so all you lovely people out there, this is a joke book I found in a charity shop, um, which is like the English equivalent of Goodwill. Um, and it not only is it a joke book, but it has a plot. So the plot is that Jabba, it's at Jabba's palace, and Jabba has a jester, and the jester tells a joke so bad, Jabba feeds him to the rancor. He then holds a stand-up comedy competition hosted by Salacious Crumb, where <laughs> Star Wars characters turn up and tell jokes. And then you as the reader have to score each character on how good their jokes were, so at the end of the book, you decide who won. Um, that joke that. from Porkins. Uh, Porkins got a score of 9 out of 10. <laughs> I'm trying to find the only 10 out of 10 that was in here. And it's a really long story told by a Star Trooper. Star Trooper. Storm Trooper. Jesus. <laughs> but like one weird thing, that something that's really weird about this is that like it has loads of like obscure Star Wars characters in it. So like you know the guy who gets his arm cut off in episode four in the cantina? Yes. Oh yeah. Well it's got him and it's got his mate in it. <laughs> the one who's like my wow. friend doesn't like you. It's like Pondo Baba or something like that. I don't like yeah, Pondo Baba, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, wait, so know here, this. here is so the previous owner of this book's this is the only joke that this man scored out of ten. So, three stormtroopers are lost in the Tatooine desert, dying of thirst. Finally, they come to a mysterious slide in the middle of the desert that has instructions at the top. Slide down and yell the drink of your choice, and at the bottom you will find a pool of that beverage. The three troopers are very excited. The first one slides down yelling, Water! Splash! He falls into a pool of cool, clear water. The second trooper slides down, yelling, Lemonade! Splash! He falls into a pool full of it. The final trooper jumps on the slide, but he's a bit overexcited. Wee! He cries. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> ten out of ten. Right into a pile of Nintendo consoles. <laughs> I guess that joke only makes sense in English. Right. Well, I, I get it because we is like it's it's urine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, 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 I, I I understand your lingo. I well get done, you. Done. Before I leave you, my ultimate favorite thing about this book, right, is that the first. So it, it's everyone you know. So Luke comes to this stand-up competition. The competition opens with Darth Vader. That's how strong an opener this competition had. But it has both Obi-Wan Kenobi and then like 20 pages later, Obi-Wan Kenobi's spirit. <laughs> so he dies halfway through the stand-up competition. So this and is set. Not, Salacious B. Crumb 
he introduces Spirit of Obi-Wan Kenobi by saying, hmm, it looks like Darth caught up with Ben backstage because now he's a blue ghost. <laughs> this is such a weird book. Oh. This Can is a we please have episode. a video of like every comic experience voice actor reading one of these jokes for like Halloween or something? <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh my God, I found it. I can't believe I found it. If you're a very found... good boy, Marshall, we might make that happen. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had to dig through Discord comments to find this because um, they ripped it off. Oh. So you guys are all very lucky. You guys can all check out um, what's... Oh, Kylo Collector down on uh, Instagram. I actually follow him. He's excellent. So if you guys want to check out Kylo Collector, let me see. We have like a Kylo Ren figure. If you want to do... Uh... Yeah, I got the, I got the uh, other one. Okay. The, the here we go. So here you go. We got some. We get to see a glimpse into the future of Star Wars through merchandise. It'll be cool. Yeah. So we got the off-world Jawa. Any thoughts on that, guys? It looks a little weird. Looks it's kind of cool. Eyes. It's like a cool idea to like. Yeah. Here's a Jaw. I believe that's from the Mandalorian. Here you go. You got the second image. I got all those figures for you. God. Yeah. So oh, that... no, we got to skip. That's the one they get at Disneyland. We got to skip. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's, it's a new droid. Who's that new droid that looks like Rob from the NES? Uh, Dio. Oh, uh, are, no, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh uh, that's a BT, right? Uh, yeah, that's from. Uh, uh, it's from Jedi Paul Fallen Order. Order. Yeah. Nice. I think that he. Oh, BD. BD1. It stands for like Buddy Droid. There you go. BD1. Is that just like a, a pun on BD Wong? <laughs> Judging by by Disney's political political correctness, I'm gonna guess no. Who's <laughs> BD Wong? Is that like a Japanese the, cover band of KD Lang? He's the guy from a uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, oh. The, the Asian guy in Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> the guy whose fault it is. It's like literally the entire movie is his fault. Oh, you're talking about the dude that went uh, AWOL. Also, um, uh, this character, yeah. this something sister that's over here, that's holding a dual edge lightsaber that could possibly be linked to Rey? Uh, so, yeah, and we don't... So, yeah, that's one of the Inquisitors from the Jedi Fallen Order game, but we don't know what little drops of hintlets, because this does come out before the movie, and this is about mm -hmm. Jedi history and stuff, so you are right to possibly keep an eye out through these other mediums for hints and clues of the future, you know, Star Wars franchise. We also have the Mandalorian down there. So it's the, the basic stuff, but I just wanted to show you guys. I thought is you, this is what I... Basically, what I'm telling you is this is what I want for Christmas. I don't need the one with the shield. I, I don't like him. Well, then you the better write the, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, kid, the kid in the top right, is that the one who used the force pull on the broom? At the end of the last one? <laughs> no, that's Cal Kestis <laughs> from the Jedi Fallen Order game. Oh. Yeah, so this Force Friday, um, this could be pretty rad, and then I'll be able to plug plug this and move on to our final topic. But uh, this Force Friday, it's uh, October 4th. That's the, the midnight. They're going to drop all the merchandise. It's Triple Force Friday, so we're going to get merchandise from uh, Star Wars, uh, freaking The Rise of Skywalker, uh, Star Wars Jedi uh, Fallen Order, and then also The Mandalorian. So we're going to get merchandise from all three of those guys because Disney likes money and I like plastic. And they uh, and then on top of that, they so for 
um, for our Oktoberfest uh, Star Wars Night October 4th, which uh, is is sponsored by the Fulcrum Report. Um, we are going to be giving away uh, for the costume contest some Episode 9 uh, or at least Force Friday figures. So you're going to be able to get your hands on some some cool figures from the new movie. Anybody think Kylo's helmet's just like a little too big? Or like something's weird? What's going on with his helmet? Can you like maybe take it off or something? What's going on with Kylo? Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. You ruined and my yeah, Kylo. <laughs> I, I bet that's. I bet you're exactly right. I bet you can take it off. Because he's got a hood next to it. There's a there's a hood accessory. That's stupid. Because all the other Black Series figures just come with like another head. You just pop the head off and put up the other. Ugh, you ruined my figure. Like... I, I, okay, I so I'm back over that. here. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, we, we are just not still going. That's what that's, that's happening. Okay, and I think we're still live now. I think it like picked it back. I hope so. Yeah, I think um, it. The video is buffering for me. Yeah, I think um, it picked. Yeah, yeah, I think I, it picked it back up. It still shows being live, but yeah, it, yeah, and, it went, it crept out for a second. Okay, sorry okay. about that, guys. Um, hope, I'm just gonna try and wrap this episode up before my internet like randomly goes out again. Okay, yeah, so you guys see we're we're still live. Okay, uh, sorry about that. Uh, my internet decided to just dump. So uh, let's talk about Cyberpunk real, real quick. Um, there's two itty bits of information. Well, we got that that new video telling us about how all the different branching paths and uh different like plausibilities um what i wanted to talk to you guys about which i'm super stoked for is uh they announced uh that there is going to be multiplayer for this so they're going to release the single game i think they went into a uh release like a, a dlc after the fact and then kind of like gta at it um a little bit down the line but we will still be able to play so uh, I'm gonna shoot it over to the Gilbs. Uh, are you stoked about Cyberpunk Online? Like, are are you down with like getting the idea of the mechanics through the single player and all that stuff, and then popping on? Yeah, I mean, I'm a lot more excited about the story, uh, the story plot that, or the plot I, plot, a plot point that was uh, revealed. That uh, what's his name? Uh, Johnny like Silverhand. Johnny, yeah, Johnny <laughs> Silver. Whatever. Yeah, Johnny Silverhand. He's he's just like the handsome Jack of that. Like he's just he's chilling out in your brain. He's not really he's not really there. I, I really think cool. that. Yeah, I want to. I want to see some part of the game where you, like you try to, you, like you try to do something, and he like controls your body or something like that. Or I, I want to see like that, like something where the game just completely takes control away from you. I love the like idea of like, yeah, just be chilling out. Maybe you think you're all alone, and you turn a corner, and he's like, Keanu Reeves just shows up and says, "Hey, what's going on?" Exactly. <laughs> it goes all like Arkham Knight on you, and then and like Joker's there. Yes, you know but with Keanu Reeves, I think this is kind of like a cool, weird idea and a fun way to like yank him in. As long as it doesn't like majorly affect the story, yeah, it's. I want it to be fun. Um, Machinima Man. Yes. Hi. <laughs> so uh what are, what's getting you stoked for cyberpunk like i said there is a bit of an info drop and then plus like yeah the online uh are you excited about that and i'm kind of stoked for it being after the fact also that way i can like get into this enjoy this enjoy the keanu enjoy like the the mechanics and then hopefully yeah they're one of the original things that I was a little bummed about is like the uh, I wanted to just this be basically like my new version of the Matrix. And now that I heard there's there's online, um, I'm so stoked that after, you know, maybe a year later, I'll be able to plug myself in and just just go hang out with you guys in Cyberpunk. So what do you guys is that something that sounds interesting to you? Mission of a man. Yeah. So for those who don't know, they're going to follow the the DLC path the Witcher took. So there'll be loads of free DLC. 
there's going to be major expansions first, like The Witcher 3 had. And then once that's all finished, they're going to add the multiplayer. And I've got a feeling I'm going to call. I'm going to call it right now. I think this will be the new GTA Online in terms of the amount of stuff you can do in there. I really hope so, because like I said, what sounds more fun than being able to... And I also like the immersion factor, too, of you'll be able to, like, go in through the buildings and stuff. So, like like I said, just, like, going in, this being our new hangout spot, I don't need to interact with the regular world anymore. I mean, like... I'm kind of really excited. Jump in your futuristic uh, flying muscle car, pick up your friends, and then just go, like, get loads of crazy augments. And then just go and you know do some crazy cyberpunk battles with your friends. Yeah, maybe you you and your gang, uh, your homies want to like be a gang and cause trouble for the rest of cyberpunk. And maybe there's other players that want to stop people like you. You know what I mean? Uh, I yeah. I hope it's like open and uh, and also not griefy, uh, but like I hope it's like open enough to where we will be able to go live in the matrix. Uh, Harrison. Uh, is the prospect of multiplayer getting you excited? And if so, uh, what features are would would you be excited to see in a Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? Or what do you think would the multiplayer would basically uh, like help lend itself to this game? Uh, no, get out of my game. It's my game. You can't have it. <laughs> um, I am very staunchly a single player experience. Um. Yes. So, so much. Ma- yes. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it'd be good. But like, like for real, I haven't had a good multiplayer experience since like Goldeneye. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like see, other uh, than the like the uh, other than the mechanical issues of Fallout seventy six, I thought it was really novel to be able to jump in there and and go play in the the wasteland with your homies. You know. I guess I don't know. Like, um, I I know it sounds weird, but it's also capitalist, man. Um, like it, just, it requires everyone to have the same machine and the same subscription and all that sort of stuff. Like I remember, I remember being in in, in high school. I went to a very small high school because I grew up in the middle of nowhere. And like there was one guy going like, "Yo, buddy, add me to Xbox Live." And I never wanted to speak to him again. So I was not inviting him into my home via my console. Um. So yeah, like any kind of online multiplayer, I is, is an experience I do not look for. I, I lied when I said that the last one was Goldeneye. Um, Left for Dead. I used to love playing Left for Dead with uh, mm. you know people around me because it was awesome. Uh, we just don't do it anymore because we played every single map to death. Uh, <laughs> so Cyberpunk, get no, stop it, stop it now. Okay, so you can play your get Cyberpunk. Rex, Cyberpunk. <laughs> Machinima man, uh, which console are you getting this for? Xbox. Uh, PC. Duh. <laughs> Sebastian, come on. G- PC Master Race. <laughs> Have you not seen the pictures of Marshall? He is clearly a member of the Master Race. Right? Uh, hopefully there is some sort of cross-play between something. That way, me and Mishima Man will be able to at least go check this place out. Uh, Gilbert, are you going to maybe pop in there? Uh... Possibly, yeah. I'm an, I'm, an, I'm an Xbox guy, so... Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm going to get it um, for Xbox probably for the, the hopes that other people will play with me. So, <laughs> Gilbert, I'm holding you to it. You're going to play with me one day. You got to go <laughs> jump don't, in don't, Cyber... Don't ever, don't ever say that sentence again. You need to re- <laughs> You're going to come play with me? <laughs> That's another way to get out of the content. I idea of how angry Gilbert would be if you just showed up. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, like, God damn it, Sebastian. I love the idea of how angry Harrison would be if I showed 
<laughs> Especially like maybe I could just I can infiltrate your game like in uh like in Watch Dogs. I could just show up as like Johnny Silverhand type character, but in Harrison's single player game and just screw with him. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> like, hey Harrison, I'm gonna here to screw up your day. And you're like, no, just let me play the campaign. Leave me alone. I will find you at that October 1st. <laughs> <laughs> you will find me between these six women, uh, three three on each arm. Yeah, that's... Okay. Let's get on to our... Uh, I think that was that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was fun to talk about with you guys. I'm really excited for the premise of Cyberpunk. Like I said, I want to go play the game, and then I'm one of those people where I'm just kind of tired of real-life people, and I'm ready to go meet some fun other awkward people online. And hopefully this thing doesn't get turned into a pedophile slash, like, creepy pl- <laughs> you know, cyberpunk place. What? I can just imagine, because this game totally messes with body parts, and I really hope there's no, like, romancing within the online. Like, if you want to put that stuff... Hey, so, 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 yeah, Marshall, children, Marshall, you could finally have, you could finally uh, have your goal of, like, being with Sebastian. You guys can meet at, the, at this creepy motel. <laughs> can we please, Machinima Man? <laughs> 100 percent yes that's actually me outside i'm the one in the the uh, to the left all the way to the left I'm yeah i have a light a lightsaber penis mod <laughs> oh straight up yeah and you can have a pair of tatas too because it's it's just that crazy <laughs> i i it's love a, the idea really... you two just on a chat like but like <laughs> all that's happening in the game is you're just like two models standing next to each other like in a T-pose <laughs> just like <laughs> slapping like 3D models together <laughs> you don't realize we're actually in the Discord chat alright <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert just, just, just mute the chat tonight it's not worth it right <laughs> Alright guys, let's put one between this thing's eyes. I think episode 56 is about at it. Um, but let's do our quiz question. Like I said, Marvel What If. That seems to be everybody's... I was just talking to a gentleman that um, that I work with. He was saying that his son is actually... Uh, he, we're all like huge MCU fan, So I always talk with him. And he keeps telling me that uh, out of all the things that got announced, Marvel What If was actually his most stoked thing too. And I'm really excited for it. It sounds like all of us are kind of the most excited for that one. Um, so, um, I'm kind of down with seeing a Star Wars what if. Gilbert, give me your Star Wars what if story. And like I said, the rules are uh, keep it within the current Star Wars canon, yet you are allowed to bring in Legends characters told, you know, if you want to get creative with it. So, uh, let's shoot it over to the Gilbs. All right. So, my thought is, um, and this is one that I think that a lot of people would like to see, is what if Qui-Gon Jinn survived and he trained Anakin instead of Obi-Wan? So, it, so in my universe uh during the during the duel of the fate basically same thing same movie as uh, episode one is the same old movie except once we get to the duel of the fates uh obi-wan is the one who gets killed instead of instead of qui-gon Ooh. but because he ends up seeing qui-gon get killed uh he ends up becoming somewhat of a like a kind of a tougher master on anakin and because of that he he's actually a lot more aware of anakin's turning to the dark side so he actually takes more steps to stop it so does he end up preventing the turn to Darth Vader or is it more of a nasty kind of uh, final encounter because uh, it was more of like the dad being too hard on his son type of deal? Like does Darth little... Vader still fight Qui-Gon? 
see that would that's one thing i think would be cool but i think what it would actually be cooler is if uh so it turns out obi-wan didn't actually die he go we kind of have like the 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 darth maul kind of story where obi-wan comes back all all angry and half robotic Ooh, and maybe so he's basically like... obi-wan becomes the new Dar- he kind of becomes the new darth vader but in like a in a slightly different way that sounds really fun gilbert yeah let's let's put this show together i'm gonna pitch disney right now uh we're all just gonna become writers and we just need animators and voice act we have the voice actors right here and we could do our own star wars what if that sounds really amazing gilbert yeah i th- i mean i think it would be kind of cool to see and then so we can we could actually see like an epic duel again of of uh anakin and obi-wan but this time it's like evil obi-wan and i think that would be kind of awesome Ooh, Captain Rex has some good ones. I'll mention them in a moment. But uh, let's shoot it over to Machinima Man. Okay. Mine's a little less dramatic, I guess. Uh, and it's what if Padme survived at the end of Episode 3? Mm. And Palpatine Ooh. lies to Vader that she died during childbirth. Um, and yeah, and somewhere down so- the line in the original trilogy... Vader finds out that she is alive and that Palpatine's Ooh. lied to him this whole time. Do you and think that would of... turn Vader on Palpatine and stuff like that? Sorry, I, I don't want to... In a heartbeat. <laughs> in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I was going to say, instead of obviously Vader throwing Palpatine down that giant shaft, uh, they have a they have an epic fight and you get to see Palpatine uh, with some more lightsaber action other than just in Revenge of the Sith, which I think would be really cool. I agree with seeing you. Old, old Palpatine, super powerful Palpatine going off with Vader in a lightsaber fight. I think that'd be cool. This does sound cool. Yeah, two very different ideas yet. <laughs> That's rad. Okay, and then Harrison, why don't you take it away? Okay, so um, everyone has you know heard about like uh, the the thing about how what happened, what would have happened if uh, the gunner on the Star Destroyer didn't uh, yeah, um, didn't choose to not fire on a C-3PO's pod and all that sort of stuff. But I want to take it a little bit further into the movie. So I want to say, what if the droid that Uncle Owen initially wanted to <laughs> was perfectly functional? Mm. What if it was fine so Luke never ended up with C-3PO and R2-D2 and instead... What if C-3PO got so- separated from him? <laughs> so, like, he ends C-3PO up with... and R2-D2 stayed with the Jawas... And it was the Jawas that got attacked by the Stormtroopers. And a lone Jawa survived the attack and decided to take on the Empire himself. (laughs) And it's just this one Jawa just fighting against the Empire. So he doesn't even even go team up with Luke Skywalker. Or not Luke Skywalker, but uh, Obi-Wan. Luke Skywalker never comes into it. I will allow Han Solo to come into it. I, I, I didn't. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean Luke. I meant uh, Obi Wan. So R two gets destroyed. They never find out about the Obi mes- uh, message. No, R two R two doesn't get destroyed necessarily. Um, it's just that like R two is R two and C three PO are stuck on the the sand crawler, um, and then the, the stormtroopers come looking for them and they find them and then like the Jawa like realizes that R two was what they were after. So he has to go find out in order to like avenge all his Jawa clan, he has to go and like find R2 to find out what was going on. So he knows that Obi-Wan's important, but Obi-Wan comes in the second movie after the Jawa has already defeated the Stormtrooper and gotten R2 and found the Obi-Wan Kenobi message. Um, this is a long story. 
uh, and, um, and yeah, <laughs> and the Jawa like gathers together like a band of like merry men to go fight them, including some sand raiders. Essentially, all the main characters don't speak English, so it's an entire Star Wars movie. Of just, Yes, that is it. That's the entire saga. It's just characters that can't speak beating the hell out of the Empire. This sounds really good, actually. Yeah, because like, because I, I have uh, like possibly many of you out in the audience, boy, I've been watching. Um, uh, Dark Crystal, uh, The Age of Resistance, yeah, The Age of Rebellion, and uh, the Podlings are the best part of this show. And I would just watch an entire movie of that. And that's what I want from Star Wars. I want to take every Star Wars alien that couldn't speak English and just put it in there. I want Greedo to be part of their party. I want Jabba to be there. Ooh, oh, oh, oh. Captain Rex is like absolutely not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, okay, so we have some good ones. Uh, Captain Rex down in the comments, he uh, he said, uh, what do we have? What if uh, Porkins blew up the Death Star, or blew up both Death Stars, <laughs> just became the pimp daddy master of the galaxy? Um, but, that we, uh, oh, wait, what if Porkins blew up both Death Stars, the Executor, the entire Imperial Navy, the Sith, and Snoke? <laughs> <laughs> That was actually really good. Uh, he also had one earlier that was a little bit more legit. Uh, legit. What if Ray joined Kylo? That would be a fun little story to tell. What if uh, Count Dooku lived through the into the Empire? That would be an excellent one. Uh, what if Darth Vader basically didn't turn evil on Obi-Wan on Mustafar? Um, another fun one would be like, what if the clone troopers just totally refused Order 66? Like, what if... What, what, if, what, what, if, the what if the Holdo maneuver didn't work? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like boom. to Disney. <laughs> so, okay. can I just, let's talk about Captain Rex's comment of how angry he was when he's that was the problem with a holiday special, <laughs> which I assume is that none of the characters spoke English, right? Yes, that's the problem with the holiday. And this last one, I apologize the in advance to everyone because he was called yep. the character. There was a character called Stinky who was like the lead of that storyline. <laughs> like I, I said, I this has been a fun one. one. Real quick, I just got one last, one last. Is what if Yoda never told Luke that Leia was his sister? Oof. That's that's a horrible horrible t- turn. That, that oh, <laughs> and he just like Ray kept... is Luke and Leia's. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Who, who, Tan Production? Who are you? You Turkish voice actor who did some voices on the Last Jedi? You were part of that. I ha- do I have you to blame? <laughs> No one from the cast knew which character they voiced. So, like, so are you just like making random noises into a microphone and promise that it'll be in a movie? <laughs> I know what I want. Uh. So, real, real quick, want. since we yeah. got uh, a voice actor that apparently voiced in the Last Jedi, Harrison, why don't you read that comment off real quick, and then we'll wonder. Okay, yes, Pam Production has uh, posted. I am a Turkish voice actor and did some voices on the Last Jedi. It was made so that only the mouths were visible on the reference screen. No one from the cast knew which character they voiced. Oh, interesting. Mm. On the Turkish oh. for oh, okay, okay. So, so, so you're you're specifically on the Turkish for okay, right? Okay, that that, that that's interesting. That's really easy. Uh, so. Did you um did you actually have like lines in Turkish, and you weren't just doing alien dialogue? You were doing like real human dialogue. Well, you know, this, as in this is words. really excellent. By the way, why don't um 
also t- uh, tan production we'd love to feature you on the fulcrum report sometime why don't you hit uh hit me up on instagram or uh, if you want to hit one of us up on twitter as well you're more than welcome we would love to get you on the show i, I, I didn't know yeah it would be fun to see the workings of how like something from another country gets put together you know yeah, so, yeah. this is amazing yeah, I almost want to stay live longer just to like hear more from Tan Production. Yeah, Get, at the like, very least, at the very least, Tan, at some point, give us a list of like because presumably you went to go see the movie at some point and then was like, "Hey, I said that." Right. Like, what what characters did you ultimately end up voicing um, for for the movie? That would be amazing to hear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. And then also we can get a little bit more uh, validity to to double check, make sure uh, Tan Production isn't trolling us. But I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure we wouldn't have but anybody yeah. do that Other to us. That, but yeah, I say, uh, Sebastian, let's let's come. Okay. So we had Gilbert with the uh, Jesus Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, I know. What Sorry, it's not every day we get a last Jedi voice actor up in here. Um, well, okay. I'm just, so I'm just saying though. No, I know. <laughs> Um, Gilbert, of course you won, Gilbert. Take it away. Uh, Gilbert won with the uh, what if uh, Obi-Wan died and Qui-Gon stayed the master. I really dig that idea, and I think we could have just gotten a completely different uh, saga out of that Ooh, from just that little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, I just want to say suck it, Marshall, and now we can move back to this whole tan boo. thing. Everyone's least favorite fulcrum member, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give honor member. <laughs> Gilbert is very important. <laughs> Not we now you don't edit the episodes, Gilbs. Oh, he no, said well, some no, pedestrians. No, no, no. Make it on Apple Podcast. Pedestrian screaming in Canto Bite, and he said also uh, he he voice acted uh, a resistance soldier. Yes, please come on the show again. We would love to. That's so amazing. Yeah, no, that's really amazing. Um, I also want to, while I'm closing out the show, I'll ask you a couple questions that maybe we can hear in the comments. Uh, I would also love to hear if you've worked on uh, the the next Star Wars movie, possibly. Also, like if you have any little tidbits for us, or um, or what other productions that you have worked on. So, uh, if you'd like to answer those real quick, and then like I said, uh, he has our info or she has her info yes, and will be able to he or he or she <laughs> and I, put, the, I put your uh, twitter at in the chat thank you very much your, so you'll uh, be able to excellent um should be on the screen right now so cool 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 it is indeed. um gilbert thank you so much for being on the show my sir it was excellent and uh you you guys cheered up my kind of what if week <laughs> my what whatever week uh <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, any plugs or where we can find you? Just take take it away. Uh, yeah, once again, you guys can find me on on Twitter at Fulcrum Gilbs. I'm thinking about getting on uh, Reddit and is and also uh, probably Instagram, maybe because you guys keep on trying to break me down. <laughs> but uh, other than that, yeah, um, I got no plugs. I think the next one that the next yeah, comic that's coming out for me, the next audio comic, is going to be Star Wars issue eight, and that's going to be I think next month. I could be wrong, but anyway, yeah, be on the lookout for that. I'll let you guys know as it gets closer. Excellent, excellent, Gilbert. Thank you so much. All right, yep. Been doing a lot of excellent work on your channel, and the Fulcrum Report just isn't isn't the same without him. <laughs> so I want to uh, also shoot it over to uh, the one, the only, uh, the just the reason I, I continue to wake up in the morning, Machinima Man. Thank you so much for being on. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Harrison then, Sebastian. No, you know, you know where you lie. <laughs> uh, right, uh, right next to me in my cyberpunk me. bed. <laughs> soon, soon. Uh, no, thank you for having me back. Um, no plugs for me this week. Um, yeah, I, I have nothing interesting to say this week. 
<laughs> it was just awesome to have you have you on the show and um thank you yeah, it, it is funny because now, like, I almost feel like at some point our our Fulcrum report will out uh, your like Fulcrum report credentials will eventually outweigh <laughs> your. <laughs> yes, that's true. I've done more Fulcrum reports than I have done voice acting gigs. So it's almost like you. <laughs> that's my fault for just. <laughs> Sorry, we're all laughing at Captain Rex. He's not buying Tim production down in the thing. Uh, thank you so much, Noah Mission of a Man. It's, a, it's always a pleasure. Uh, thank you, as always. <laughs> Harrison, thank you so, so much for uh, showing up on the show. We didn't have you last week, and like I said, I apologize for not mentioning you. You are always uh, a piece of the family that is sorely missed when you're not here. So thank you. And uh, any any plugs slash comments slash uh, just anything you want to say? Um, and yeah, uh, as I often say, go over to uh, the Russian comic book geek over on YouTube. Um, we have uh, the second part of Fantastic Four solving everything um, on there, which is a really great little one shot. Um, oh yeah, I, where... I watched that. Your your uh, your Ben Grimm is freaking awesome, dude. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like doing, but he's an easy character to do. I, re I really enjoy him. He's, you turn up with a with an East Coast accent, and you get really gravelly, and there you got Ben Grimm. Hey, read. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh, it's clobbering time. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, um, and also as well, um, if you go over to Atomic Wolf on YouTube, um, we are ramping up to the release of uh, the sequel to the feature-length audio drama we did um, set in Bioshock. So we originally had um, uh, 12 Days Till Midnight, which is a fantastic audio drama. It is entirely free. It is about two and a half hours long. Just go enjoy it at your leisure if you can over on Atomic Wolf. Um, and this year, there's a sequel coming out, which is called uh, After Midnight. And uh, I play Atlas in it, as well as uh, a few other minor roles. Um, so you'll hear me with my outrageous Irish accent all the way through. And Atlas is a much bigger part in this. And I really love doing the work for them. And I'm so excited to see it come out. Excellent. Excellent, sir. And, uh, and, and of, of course, uh, he's one of our regulars here on the Fulcrum Report, too. So <laughs> you just you do it all, <laughs> Mr. Harrison. Uh, I try to do a few things, you know, uh, but, but currently I'm mostly interested in eyeliner and fish. <laughs> well, I appreciate you making uh, room in your in your eyeliner fish life for the Fulcrum Report. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. Highlighter. Uh, highlighter. <laughs> Harrison likes to put uh, eyeliner on fish. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. We, That's we've why he's getting a... kicked out of aquariums. We've all had some revelations today. Harrison likes eyeliner and fish. I once had an afro. <laughs> and Gilbert, you're still a jerk. <laughs> I'm American. What, what do you expect? <laughs> With that... I'm from the I'm from the Burke, son. Right. <laughs> say, yeah, you were supposed to be one of the homie. good ones, man. You were one of the sort of the not quite Americans. Like <laughs> I'm supposed to like you. <laughs> one of us. Yeah, well. I'm not gonna even open up the can of worms about Californians. Uh, <laughs> what do you what just real quick, what what is what do you guys think about California? It's always funny to hear about like what people the idea of Californians. Uh, I don't know. I, I recently learned that there are there are groovy there are groovy counties in California and there are like rubbish counties in California. So I don't know which one you're from. I'm from one of the groovy one. Uh, I'm gonna say mildly groovy. It's I like know, it's you, 50 yeah, 50. Check Honey, with your local sheriff, see how groovy you are. 
We're okay. We're okay. It's not the nicest, nicest, but it's not horrible. Dispensary nearby. Uh, about 16. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's groovier than, than my place. <laughs> there's a there's a, a meme or, or like a, a map and it's um, America according to the rest of the world. And it's like the, the south part of the map is just cowboys. Uh, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen that stuff and I've seen it one time, what, the place where Walter White lives. Yeah, <laughs> I saw drugs. It's just Florida. <laughs> yeah, drugs. That's, yeah, yeah. That, that's your neck of the woods, isn't it, Gilbs? Uh, New Mexico. <laughs> all, we, yeah, we got the we got the opioid problem out here. <laughs> oh yes, of course. Yes, you keep taking all See, that Xanax in, before you record. Here in yeah. here in California, our biggest issues are uh, plas- plastic uh, straws and bags. That is what we are most concerned with, and why people will not allow, allow our dogs in restaurants. Yeah, that is. So our biggest that problems is... are uh, yeah, our biggest problems are the are the drug addictions and Donald Trump. <laughs> Those are two big problems to have. I must have you been able to, to stop Donald Trump making a wall in your back garden, Gilbs? Or is he, is he insisting on doing that? He's not, well, he's not there yet. But at this rate, I'm, I'd be more or less. I'd be much more surprised if, if New Mexico didn't build a wall around the rest of the around you know around themselves. <laughs> like you know what? Screw you guys. We'll just we'll just seclude ourselves. We'll, we'll go join Mexico. Screw all you. <laughs> we don't really dig. Yeah. Donald Trump over <laughs> here, man. Gilbs is going to dig a hole through the wall with a spoon and cover it with a poster. All right, guys. This has been the Folk Report. I really appreciate everyone for being here. Slash, um, it's, it's, it's just fun. It, it, we don't all have somebody in our lives to actually talk about the things we care about. So it is fun to be able to drop in once a week on a place where we at least share common interests. You know, if we're not into that particular corner of the pop culture at least we all love games we all love our movies we all love comics and stuff like that so everybody please uh join in down in the comments and in the after comments and just know that you're not alone you're not (laughs) you are somebody that uh is is that there are people that care about you and uh you have uh, four of them right here on the comic experience so if you're all having a ever having a, a dumpy day just just know that there is somebody out there that cares about you and uh would love to talk with you so uh oh, yeah for, for real say whatever horrible things you like in the chat we'll probably talk to you about it yeah no exactly <laughs> but i just want to let everybody down in the comments know there is a, there there's people out there for thanks, you yes. if it's... Thanks, <laughs> that <wall>. right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys it's been sebastian gilbert harrison marshall fulcrum report uh 56 that it's gonna do it and uh please everybody don't forget to check out um Oktoberfest over at Huntington Beach. They're going to be we uh, the the Fulcrum Report is going to be hosting the um, the Oktoberfest uh, Star Wars night on October fourth. So that's how that's why we're talking so much about Oktoberfest. <laughs> so that's that's why that's just not fitting into the rest of our show. But <laughs> besides that, I uh, it, yeah, I, I lost the I, Oktoberfest picture. Right? <laughs> my my summer vacation next year, Sebastian. I'll come to Oktoberfest. I would die. You have a place on wherever wherever I'm living at. <laughs> <laughs> wherever you end up. <laughs> so That's basically it. you're gonna you're gonna end up in his bed. Basically, <laughs> you're gonna sleep just right yep, and we're gonna watch uh, oh I'm, I'm I'm not flying all that way just for some Oktoberfest sausage. <laughs> <laughs> How awful was that sound? What, what was he slapping? What leather bench was that man slapping? 
It's my, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> you know, I don't want to let you know what kind of bench I have in my house. <laughs> Marshall, you're gonna love it, though. No. That's been it, everybody. It, oh it, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, dude, me. Awesome. <laughs>